Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Well, listen, Buster. You better start to move your feet to the rockin'est beat of madness. Righto, uh, really keen to hear your call. If you'd prefer to text, and I've learned over the time that a lot of you are at work and you can't call, more than happy to get your text message with your thoughts on um, the appetite from you, friends, family, to go and support an Auckland-based A-League team. Fascinated to hear your thoughts on 0800 150 or you can text us on 8833. Let's go to Troy. G'day, Troy. Good mate. How you going? Good, Troy. Um, yeah, someone's going to have to have some fairly large clangers and um, shelve out a bit of coin. I think that's a um, a big ask. As much as personally, I mean, I, I love football, and uh, yeah, two sides would be great. But that's a, I think that's a tall order in particular. Uh, you know, they really would have to get their uh, pricing right, their marketing strategy. You've got to, you know, there's not a lot of coin around at the moment, as we know, with the cost of living. Um, and, yeah, that would be, I think, you know, from previous with the Kings and the Knights, and, you know, that didn't work. And uh, I don't think the attendance is even for uh, the Phoenix and Wellington are that flash. I don't know what they sit at, maybe 6,000. I'm not sure. Um, what what, what but, what yeah. about what about if we assume that the money's no problem? They've got a big a a big financial owner, partner, whatever, who will guarantee the money. And let's say they have to stump up. I mean, it's going to be twenty four, twenty five million for the license, and then they tip in another fifteen or twenty to get this roster, get the get the academy. Let's say that's taken care care of. You love your yeah. football. Would you become an Auckland football A League team fan? I would, and I would, uh, yeah, and, and and with the Phoenix being second in that case, but um, yeah, absolutely. I guess it'd be great too if it became more of a pathway for for our players to stay here. Much like you know, if we had a second NRL side, it'd be great too because we know how strong it'd be. I think, but um, yeah, no, I definitely, you know, it's, it's um, I guess the uh, TV rights are quite different now for the A League uh, to what they were back in the Phoenix, uh, back in the um, Kings and the Knights days. I think there's a fair bit of you know, a fair bit of TV money around, so um, you know that gets shared around the pool. And I don't know, I don't definitely don't like um, a Mount Smart as a venue. I don't, I wouldn't, yeah, that would put me off. Um, but my preference, but you know, not not only because I live on the shore, but I, I think um, North yeah, Harbour Stadium. Putting, yeah, just putting, you know, to, because the the, re, the realistic, you know, you're going to get ten, maybe twelve thousand, you know, and and. Putting in these big 25,000, 30,000 seater stadiums, they just look ridiculously empty. Mm. And let's face it, you've got to have an atmosphere, and football is all about atmosphere and noise and drums and banging and crashing. And, um, yeah, it would be great if there was a smaller venue that, you know, was that sort of, you know, maybe 15,000 type situation. Um, and, yeah, make it affordable. If you make it affordable for, for families as well, you know, that's the key. 
getting mum, you know, mum and or dad and the kids uh, to go, um, then I think it'll, I think it will probably work okay. But um, yeah, I think it's still a, it's a, it's a bit of a tall order, really. And, and um, I guess I would have thought that uh, probably Canberra might have been uh, top of the list. But it's interesting this morning to read that. Yeah, well, they're talking uh, both. No, but, they're talking both. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, good. You know, if it, uh, yeah, I would. You know, I'd be all for it, and I'd probably become a season ticket holder for sure. So well, I think, I think we found the. the I think we found the first president of the supporters club, Roy. Uh, Troy. Sign me up, mate. Sign me up. Get a discount for being first or what? Yeah, bro. Yeah, easy. <laughs> <laughs> good All man good. Troy good man yeah. thanks for calling thanks. let's go to Roy we leave Troy and go to Roy g'day Roy <laughs> hey Steph how are you good mate um, so Auckland look I don't think Auckland's been crying out for this but I do believe that uh, an A-League franchise in Auckland will work just nicely um, personally I look People often think about, you know, the Phoenix and how they've grown. And I think quite a few people forget that it actually started in Auckland with the Knights and, and they weren't successful. Uh, but I think we've now seen the blueprint in, in Wellington um, of how it can be done successfully. So I think, you, you know, you've, uh, it didn't work here and they figured out how it works. So if they take the lessons that were learned and, and, and adopted uh, by the Phoenix from the mistakes that the Knights made, then I think um, then it can happen. And before then, Kings as well. Um, I was really sad when the Knights uh, left Auckland and, and, you know, resented the fact that they went to Wellington. I think, if I'm completely honest, I probably always struggled with that and had that little, you know, chip on my shoulder. There we go, confession time. <laughs> um, but I, th- <laughs> I think, I think um, you know, we, we often, you know, uh, 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 harsh on Auckland and whether they turn up to sports or not. And, and you know, that's, it's self-inflicted because they don't turn up enough. But I think... Um, you know, globally, through the pandemic, I think we've realised what we were missing. And so I think there, and I hope that people will have learnt that lesson and said, OK, we have the gift of being able to watch live sport now. And I don't think we will make the same mistake twice. All right. All right. I and think they'll turn up. The, 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 the number one thing I appreciate about this call, Roy, is you said the lessons learned. Not- yes. Yes. Yeah, the, the, sorry, I apologise. So the learnings—that's uh, that, the one you like, right, Staffy? <laughs> Good man. Roy. Can I add that to the counter officially, Staff? Yeah, or? you can add that to the counter. Okay. Yeah, you can add that to the counter. Well done, Roy. Thanks for calling, buddy. Thanks for having me. Cheers, mate. There's Roy. Uh, Captain K's called. Captain K, the listener, not not the staff member. Captain uh, K. Hey, before we get him on, um, Kiz, who's the greatest basketballer of all time? Sammy, oh my God, are we seriously doing this when we're talking about... Just answer the question. Just answer the question, Kez. It'll determine whether I turn your mic on or off. Ask me the question again. Who's the greatest NBA player of all time? James Worthy. Will Chamberlain. Chamberlain. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Captain K, football in Auckland. Are you a fan? Hey, Steffi, uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Thank you very much (laughs) for taking the call. Now, look, Steff, I'm really excited to see how this is going to unfold. And one thing that I really liked that you said when you had Troy on the line was, hypothetically, the money is not an issue, right? Because that's the only thing that I'm sort of scratching my head about right now is we do want to get a good roster and a good academy and let this let Auckland football really run with this on the biggest stage uh, in Australasia. Um, then I think it's easily doable. I mean, look at Auckland City over the Auckland City FC over the last few years. They've just been playing Conference League in, in New Zealand football, and they've mm. arguably uh, well, I, I definitely know down here, up here in Auckland, we've had chats that 
Auckland City uh, some years have actually been better than the Wellington Phoenix. And I think that introducing a new rivalry into uh, the New Zealand side of A-League is really going to spike the, the competition of both of our New Zealand sides. I just think having that rivalry between Wellington and Auckland will sort of make Wellington be like, no, no, we were here. For, I know you guys had the Knights and, and the whatever they were before, but we, we are the team, right? We are the New Zealand A-League team, so they're really going to list. I think it's really exciting. Get some of that Auckland City foundation in there. I know I was a Tech boy, but take what Auckland City have done. They've been dominant in New Zealand football over however long. I reckon we've got to take from them, take some of their staff, some of their management, and I reckon Auckland could be the next big thing. <sighs> as big as Liverpool? Oh, come on, Steph, you're dreaming now. <laughs> I heard, I heard uh, Jürgen's looking for a job, so maybe Auckland City's his next, uh, his next gig. Mate, I don't, I don't blame it. Why not? I definitely would too. Jumped in it after losing the Bournemouth on the weekend. I'd hide my face. <laughs> Good man, Captain Kate. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Steffi. See you tomorrow, pal. Cheers, mate. 0800 We have to take a quick break. We'll come back with Joey and Life Members Aid right after this. Welcome back in. A-League team to Auckland. Are you a fan? Would you go? Would you support them? Is there room for it? I do want you to take out of the equation that money's an issue. Let's just assume that the money's there. Let's assume the money's there to pay the licence fee and recruit a decent side. Would you still go and support it? Joey, in Auckland. G'day, Joey. Yeah, g'day, Steph and Sam. Yeah, yeah, it would work without a doubt. You know, you've got Auckland, Auckland City, you've got Waitakere, you've got Central United, you've got Eastern Suburbs, plus you've got sides coming from, you know, teams from the shore. But they're, they're the four very strong sides around Auckland. Um, I hope they haven't missed any others. But um, Auckland City, I think were trying to do it themselves a year or so ago, Steph. And um, they've got the backers. There's no two ways about that down around there. And, and you know, you you wouldn't have it at Eden Park. You My my place you would have it, if I, I was at anything to do with it, would be Western Springs. Because Western Springs is so, so central and so easy to get at from North Shore, from West Auckland, from East Auckland, from South Auckland. Anywhere, it's a fantastic, and and they could play it near where at the moment they've got the rugby ground, and it, it seats about probably maximum maybe 10, 14, 15,000. That's all you need. You're not going to, you know, even the Phoenix at the moment, you know, they get 10,000 there. Wellington still still looks um, empty, you mm. know, and, and Eden Park, it, it, you can, we can't even get get 40,000 people to watch awards at Eden Park. So, you know, I mean, it, it just looks terrible. That's why all these English sides, these smaller smaller sides in the smaller divisions, they only have four or 5,000 people at their games. It's packed, but the atmosphere is fantastic, you know? Yeah, I'm a big fan of boutique grounds. I remember once the Phoenix were forced to play out at Lower Hut and they went to the Hut Wreck and they erected temporary stands and I think there was six or 7,000 people there. It was fantastic. Yeah, I saw. I think I saw that game on telly. Mm. You, you did right. It's, you know, it's Wellington, even Wellington at the, uh, um, the Capeton, I think is too big, too big for the Phoenix. I think they need to go to a smaller ground and and, and get, you get the more atmosphere with with, with the, the, the place packed. And you know, and people might say, oh yeah, but if they go really well, you know, then we, you know, people will miss out because you can only get ten thousand. That's just how it is. If they're going well, it's fantastic. I mean, you can still watch them on telly. And um, I think it would work without a doubt. As I said, I'm pretty sure Auckland 
Auckland City, um, Sam might be able to tell you more about this, but I'm pretty sure Auckland City tried to, were well, thinking of trying to put a team in, in the A-League and they had the backing and everything. I yeah, could be wrong. But they did. They did a few years ago. And I think they were in talks even with um, someone like Man City or some, something like that back in the day. So, yeah, I think there could be an appetite, but I'm not a football guy, Joey. So I uh, appreciate your call, buddy. Thank you. No worries. Have a good day. Cheers, mate. Um, Life Members Aid. G'day, Zaid. Good afternoon. Would you go? Oh, I don't really think we need a Auckland A-League team. I reckon you kind of need to focus more on your whites first, you know. That's not really working right. They, need, they still haven't even finalised a new coach yet. You know, and you've already got one A-League team, I reckon. They kind of need to put more infrastructure, infrastructure to the all-whites first, really. The problem is teams won't come here, Zaid. We have to go there, so we don't get to watch them. By having another A-League team in Auckland will expose, I don't know how many home games there are in an A-League season, 12, 14, something like that. There's 12 or 14 top-level games for the football star fans in Auckland to go live. Just depends. I wouldn't look at Eden Park, though. No. No, access to Eden Park's always been an issue. But Western Springs, um, I'm interested, Joey suggested Western Springs. I see they've got tabled, it looks like it'd be Mount Smart. That's got access and parking issues as well, hasn't it? We see it with concerts and with Warriors as well. Yeah, I don't know. You'd have to do a smaller ground, eh? I don't know. What's the ground that Auckland City play at? um, Is it Kiwitea or something? Kiwitea Street, that's right. I've been there. That's a fantastic ground. That's probably not big enough. Um, but something in between that and Mount Smart with a 10,000 capacity, I think it would be brilliant. Yeah, I'm not sure, but um, you're looking forward to that Breakers game tonight. Oh, boy. Versus Sydney Kings. So um, definitely, uh, yeah, it'll be all go at 9.30 tonight. So um, hopefully we can try and get that get that title or maybe get Abercrombie to retire if we win, maybe. I don't know what he's what he's up to, but if we do win, I wonder if he will retire or not. That's, that's what I'm um, interested in to see. If he's going to go again, or if that's him, Abercrombie, if they win or lose tonight. Mm. Are you going to to be able to stay awake for it? Of course, yeah. Good boy. (laughs) Good man, Zate. We'll carry on. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. Um, A Kia ora. Kia ora, Steph. How are you? Very well. Um, So I'm a Knicks OG sort of since 07 member. Nice. And um, I love it. I love the idea of a derby. because we don't really, you know, our, ri- our rivalries are generally based on incidents, right, with the Knicks now. So I think that would be a great uh, edge to, I don't know, being a Knicks fan and whatnot. Um, but and I, the thing that worries me, though, is, I don't know, will people turn up? Um, I don't know. New Zealanders, we're sort of a bit useless at turning up to things unless they're like event things. I know I went to the All Whites game against the Oz, uh, Eden Park. That was a pretty good crowd, but, you know, every second week at a venue with how much fun it is to travel in Auckland. So in terms of the depth of pockets, um, you'd need... Because I think the Knicks lose money now. I'm pretty mm. sure they lose money. They don't, I think they do like a nine grand to break even. We never get nine grand at the Cape. Good atmos, you know, because of yellow fever, but they're losing money every game, so... I suppose that's to do with opening up the stadium and whatnot. So I think a smaller venue, which is cheaper, and they've got to really nail their pricing, you know? To me, it's almost like not giving them away, but price it really cheap early on, then you build, then you build, right? Yeah. Uh, it would have to be something like that. 
But uh, yeah, I'd be I'd be down for it for sure. Yeah, and that local derby nature, uh, New Zealand love those. New Zealand love local derbies. And we don't have it. Yeah, you know, know. if we, have, you know, we have. I know it used to be Sydney a few years ago because of that stuff in the playoffs. But yeah, we don't really have a rival. I don't think. Sometimes, if, you know, when when old uh, Rudan comes to town, you know, or when Smeltsy left and came back to the Gold Coast, there's those sort of niggly things. But you know, not we need a rival, bro. So all for it. Good man. Good man. Thanks for calling in. Cheers, buddy. We'll take a break for news, sport and weather. We'll come back with Graham and anyone else that wants to weigh in on this. It's a good subject. 0800 150 811. Take your calls after the news. Well, listen, buster. You better start to move your feet to the rockin'est beat of madness. We are talking about the viability of an A-League team coming to Auckland. Would you support them? Would you go? How do Phoenix fans feel about having another team in New Zealand? Do you welcome it? Do you want to be the only the only kid in the playground with a ball? Or do you want to have another kid? Let's go to Graham. Uh, and it up. G'day, Graham. No, I always get it wrong. <laughs> Okay, Wednesday's lower <laughs> hut. Got it. Righto, mate. What do you reckon? Yeah, well, yeah, I will always support the Phoenix um, because they're, they're local to us here. But um, if I was living in Auckland, I definitely would go. Um, when I first heard this and I thought, ooh, you know, Auckland AFC and all that, they've made those World Club Championships and all that sort of stuff, that will weaken them. But then I think it turned around and it's a positive. If those four strong clubs in Auckland become feeder clubs for this, it can only be very, very good for New Zealand football. Yeah, it's almost a ready-made academy slash development program right there, and you've got those guys in those clubs in Auckland with aspirations to get into the the Auckland A-League club. Um, Fantastic for that. Exactly, and that will spread to Hamilton as well too, mate. You know, it will start to to, uh, urban sprawl, if you want. But um, I can only see it being as a, as a positive after thinking it might be a bit negative on, um, you know, Auckland AFC might not make the uh, the, the World Cup championships um, if they do develop this team for a year or two. But once they build up their stocks and attract more people because they are a feeder club to the Auckland team, I can only see it being very, very positive, mate. Yeah, I'm with you. I am with you, actually. And we've seen people come through... Um, lower grades. I mean, there's so many football players around the globe, and it just doubles their opportunity to play professional football in New Zealand. So that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Top Absolutely. man. Absolutely. Yeah. Che- Cheers, Graham. See you, boy. Um, good man, Graham. In Lower Hutt today, he's all over the place. He's Patoni, he's Wainui, he's in Carterton, he's in Masterton. But yeah, good Phoenix man. I went to a few Phoenix games, actually. It's brilliant. It is absolutely brilliant. I was sitting there thinking, it was weird. I was like, why don't more people come? But I was one of those people. I went about three times in all the years I lived in, in Wellington. Oh, maybe, maybe six or seven times. And it's a brilliant atmosphere. It really is. Accessibility to the Wellington Stadium is not an issue as well. Um, Eden Park, Mount Smart has a bit of an issue. I'm not 100% on Western Springs about accessibility. I've never been to Western Springs. I hang my head in shame. I've never been to Western Springs. Um, but as Joey said, it's accessible from north, south, east and west. Uh, maybe that. There's a lot of things to consider. Um, Sammy, you're more of a football follower than me. What was your initial reaction when you heard this story? 
Okay, couple of things, Steph. Firstly, um, I'm going to be quite critical on Aucklanders here, and it's probably actually a New Zealand issue as well because we are fundamentally terrible at turning up for our sports teams. Mm. Unless they're winning, unless they're in a final. Um, I think there are some exceptions there. I think you have the Phoenix, you've got the, the um, Warriors who will always get at least sort of 10,000 to their games, which I actually think is pretty good for them. Um, yep, we can talk about stadium, the two biggest stadium, et cetera, but they actually do get a decent crowd. But on the whole, and we've talked about this before, Kiwi fans to me are very, very fickle. If our teams aren't winning, they're not in playoffs, we don't go and watch them. We'd much rather park up on the couch and watch or get mates around for beers. So that's my first issue is that we fundamentally don't turn up. Then you throw Auckland into the mix. Now, Auckland, what's our population at the moment? I say our. Hamilton boy, shouldn't, that's sacrilege. I apologise, Mum, if you heard that. Um, what's the Auckland population at the Let, moment? It's near enough two. Let's go. It's let's one, go one point eight or something. But for, for argument's sake, let's make it two. Right now, breaking it down into demographics. Right, we know that Auckland is a very multicultural city, so you've got a lot of um, different um, cultures, um, religions, etc. And I think there'll be a big part of it that has no interest in football whatsoever. So you can rule out the fact that even though it's a massive population, there's going to be a big pocket of people who just have zero interest in football and won't go to a game. Then you'll have a big pocket of people who, I guess, fit the target demographic, but in fact they might be sports fans or whatever, but they, once again, they're more rugby fans, they don't care about football. So then all of a sudden there's only a certain amount of people that are actually interested in football, maybe their kids play, maybe they do watch the Premier League, then you've got to sell them on this new team. Are they going to? Are they going to watch the A League? Are they going to go to a North Harbour or a Mount Smart and actually watch the team? And I feel like the number keeps getting smaller and smaller and smaller, and it's not as big a market as they might think. And the fact now that Auckland will potentially have rugby league, rugby, a football team, breakers, breakers. You want to throw a netball, whatever they've got, and I think that splits people's time up across a weekend. You can't go to, oh, sorry, Tuatara. Yeah. You can't go to a netball, a Tuatara, a Breakers, a Blues, a, a Auckland City, whatever it is, over the course of a weekend. It's just too much and probably too much cost. So I think you've got to factor that into it. Whether or not that means that there is space for another team around the country, I'm not sure. I do buy into the fact that having another New Zealand team, and I think this is the same in rugby league as well, will help the Phoenix because it'll make them... I guess more locally competitive, but it'll also force them to up their game a bit. And I'm not saying they they've dropped the ball in, in areas. I'm not well versed in that. But in terms of recruitment, development, academy, etc., they'll have to lift their game because they don't want to lose people to Auckland. The Warriors would be the same. They'd have to lift their their game and their recruitment and all that because there'll be somebody else looking to take their players. Um, so those those are sort of the question marks that I've got about it. The logical club that will that will take this. In fact, I'd almost bet my house that this is going to be Auckland City because they have for years groomed that club to, to be right for an A-League licence. And I told you a story this morning when I used to do communities reporting, I covered Central United a lot, which is their, essentially, they're tied into the same club, Central United in, in Auckland City. And um, I remember talking to them at the time and, and even just calling themselves Auckland City FC. I mean, that's totally a marketing ploy so that when an A-League licence comes around, that's the name that everyone's going to want. We are Auckland City. Correct. Whereas now if you get an arrival bid, they're not going to be able to call themselves Auckland City or Auckland FC because both of those have been and taken by Auckland City. Um, what are they Like Northern United or, you know, I don't know, Northern Rovers or something. That's what they're going to have to go with. So they're very clever. They position themselves that way. And then you mentioned before, you know, they go to Club World Cups. They make a lot of money from that. And there was an article, really interesting article, who wants to go and, and sort of entertain the idea that it's going to be Auckland City, um, written in Stuff last year. 
by a, a football journalist, Martin Van. I think it's Bainan, B-E-Y-N-A-N. And he talks about the money, the cash flow of Auckland City. And for a long time in football circle staff, Auckland City's been an amateur club, uh, sorry, a, basically a professional club parading as an amateur club by all intents and purposes. They bring in millions of dollars in revenue. They only have about 200 club members, whereas some of the bigger clubs in Auckland, like your Birkenheads, your Glenfields, et cetera, have thousands you yeah. know, of, of kids and seniors and everything. Auckland has 200. They have 14 staff. You know, by all measures, they are a professional club parading in an amateur competition. They are the only, to me, logical club that would take over um, – that A-League licence, and I tell you what, they'd be damn good because they are, I th- and, and someone mentioned it, and I think they're bang on, at times they've actually been better than the Phoenix. Mm. Um, some of the, rec- they've even got former, they had former Phoenix players sort of playing for them. Um, and I know Clayton Lewis has played for Auckland City and a bunch of all-whites. Um, they've had uh, internationals um, from, albeit maybe Honduras or somewhere like mm-hmm. that, playing for their club, fully-fledged yeah. professionals. Correct. And and so not only do they have the setup, but I think they're a very well-oiled machine. And, and um, Ramon uh, Trubilet, who used to be their coach, um, I was a big fan of him and the way that they ran the club. But, yeah, they've made Club World Cups. You know, they're constantly in competitions across Auckland. And they're a good brand as well, like you'll um, – You'll notice that it's Auckland City, whether they're playing in like a futsal competition, which is the indoor five-on-five, uh, whether they're playing in the Chatham Cup, whether they're playing in the Club World Cup, it's Auckland City the whole way through, whereas some clubs' names change depending on you know what competition they're playing in. Um, so they're a very logical um, choice for the club, and I think that'd be fantastic. But go back to those sort of questions. Does, does Auckland have the capacity to host another sports team in a city that has so many already that struggle to bring fans into the, into the, into the game? Um, you know, a, a big question mark for me. And I think what they'd have to do stadium-wise, if you're not going to go to a, to a North Harbour or Mount Smart, the, the key thing probably for them is the facility. So they need, obviously, a, a access to a high-quality training pitch or training area, and they need high-quality <coughs> club rooms, meeting rooms, etc. So whether or not you go find some space in a big club around Auckland. So let's just, for example, say Glenfield has all this sort of spare space. They can build a, a smaller stadium around it of 10,000 that has high-class club rooms, has a training facility out the back. Maybe that's mm. a better option <clears throat> than paying hundreds of thousands to play at North Harbour or Mount Smart where we know that it's just going to be too big for the fans. Mm. Text us your thoughts. Great stuff there, Sammy. Double eight double three Temper Bear Post text machine or still welcome to give us a yell. 0800 150 We'll come back after this break. Auckland team for the A-League. Love it, like it, loathe it. Scott Wellington. G'day, Scott. Hey, Steph. How are you going? Good, Scott. Just driving along uh, the waterfront towards Petoni. It's looking uh, pretty nice out there today, I've got to say. Magnificent. Um, just past the rowing club there. Magnificent. Yeah, just, just gone past the BP. Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's like glass out on the water at the moment, which is really nice. So bit jealous of all the people out there enjoying it, to be honest. <laughs> so what do you reckon about this um, idea? Well, I think it's a good idea if, if it's done well. Um, obviously, um, I, I haven't, I've only just jumped back in the car not long ago, so I didn't hear a lot of the conversation. But um, I think Sam's definitely right. I mean, it's, it's most likely going to be Auckland City that will be doing it. The, the, you know, they've got the uh, foundations there to do it. Uh, I, I think one of the key things, obviously, is probably staying away from 
the major stadiums like Eden Park, not not taking it to Eden Park um, because you know the cost that's involved in that. I mean, you know, obviously the Phoenix get into Sky Stadium and that, but I mean, um, we've we've played at the Hut Rec as well, which to be honest, I actually preferred. Um, I loved it. it. Was a more, um, I went to the Hut Rec games and they were brilliant. Oh, they were because you, you've got um, a smaller smaller stadium. Um, but you know, it feels like a bigger stadium in that way because you've got, you know, you've got less numbers, but you're more—I don't want to say compact, but yeah, you know, you're closer together. The noise isn't being lost, and um, you know, it's like a yeah, a more better atmosphere. Um, and that's not saying the stadium's not great. The stadium is good, um, but you know, ten thousand people in a what is it, 35,000 seat stadium, it does get lost a little bit. And I know with Eden Park obviously being even bigger, um, if you're sort of getting around the 10,000, it will seem quite lost again as well. So, um, you know, whether that's obviously, as Sam was saying, up to North Harbour or um, or not, um, but I think that's one of the key things they've got to do. But from a from a Phoenix point of view, it'd be, it'd be brilliant having a rivalry with um, another team in New Zealand and... Um, I think they'll they'll have the same issues that the Phoenix have as trying to retain players and um, you know from from overseas as well. Um, but then it's also with the key the New Zealand players. You know if if they do do well, um, you know with the likes of um, you think Safran Singh, Kachi, all of those guys getting picked up overseas. So I think yeah, you're kind of restarting it a little bit quite often. So um, they, they've just got to be prepared to have to do the the same sort of thing the Phoenix have to go through I think but um, overall I think it'll be brilliant for, for New Zealand and, and for the competition Yeah because it's such a high participation sport in New Zealand too isn't it football and it's even getting bigger as the rugby and rugby league numbers drop off um, for whatever reason but the participation level is great and, I'm, and my understanding is there'll be a women's team uh, a women's A-League team attached to the Auckland-based team as well. So another great opportunity for them. And you know that registration numbers in women's football is going to go up after the World Cup's been here. Exactly, exactly. They'll, they'll go right up. And, I mean, that's, again, one of the, the good things if they do that, it'll create that rivalry, you know, another Wellington-Auckland sort of rivalry there as well on the women's side. And, um, yeah, no, it, it, it makes sense. Um, Auckland does have the population for it and um, I think you look at Canberra coming in as well, that's another sensible option um, probably ahead of um, the likes of Townsville, North Queensland being another team um, and, and you're right, the numbers are, are growing and growing and, and it's about obviously seeing a path, you know unfortunately if it's a development path coming through there to go to bigger things but if younger younger sort of kids see that development that they can actually come through and, and get into the Phoenix or the whatever the Auckland team will be called. Um, you know, it gives them that pathway and, and hope and retain more numbers at the, the lower grades as well. Yeah, bang on, Scott. Good call. Thanks, buddy. Enjoy Petoni. Will do. Enjoy the rest of your day. Cheers, mate. Scott out of Wellington there. Um, Sam, you know how you just said before um, you'd bet your house on it being Auckland City? Yes, sir. I think you might have just lost your house. You think so? Let's have a little bit of intel. What did you, what's your intel saying? My intel, hot off the press, is that it's not Auckland City. That the A-League want to govern the team. They want to be the, 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 the shareholder of it. So they'll get the funds in, but they will control the club, not Auckland City. I, but that could still be Auckland City, though. You know, like they could still use a team that is well established, that has infrastructure or some somewhat some measure of infrastructure there already, but still have the controlling factor in it. Mm. You know, 
because it's a lot of money. So, mm. you know, it sort of works well for both teams. But, you know, I, I just it'd be very hard to just start something from base zero, absolute scratch in Auckland. Mm. I wonder if, and maybe know, that was part of the problem initially. Correct. Yeah. Maybe, maybe um, I shouldn't bet my house on it. But um, beat even your one letterbox. The, beat your letterbox. Okay. Yeah. The letterbox is actually quite mm. fancy out there at Calcop. So I'm happy to put that on the line. Yeah. yeah. Um, Izzy's just ringing the show. See if you can join us after one because we've got to get our last break away. I want to get through some text messages and hopefully, Izzy from Monaco, uh, when we answer your call, you're, you're happy to give us a yell after the news at one. Last break before the news. Uh, we'll get to Izzy straight after the news. Want to give him a bit more time than. Uh, 70 seconds. Uh, some text messages, though, from Chris. Auckland City is a really well-run club. They just need a big sponsor, and they can be a good professional club. I don't think there's any arguments with that. The the sponsorship or the, the investor is the key. Staffy, I'd love to see an A-League side in Auckland. I would definitely go along, and it would work here with the population. Cheers, Ken. The only issue with that, Ken, is the number of people that go to Auckland rugby per capita I would say is the smallest crowd in New Zealand per capita of attendees. And part of that, I think, is dilution or being spoilt for choice. When we when we talked about um, Auckland, North Harbour, Warriors, Breakers, Tuatara, Mystics, Stars, the NBL teams, there's so much choice. So I'm pleased you'd go, though, Ken. You're a great sports fan and, and you're a great Aucklander. I love the support. Uh, but we'll take new sport and weather. After that, we'll talk to Izzy, get through the rest of the texts, and then I'm going to battle with Australia about the Kings Breakers. That's just a little taster of what Sammy Hewitt's doing tonight, Sammy. Yeah, buddy. Morgan Wallen, Spark Arena, absolutely cannot wait. Fizzed. Absolutely fizzed. We'll talk about that later in the show. Mm. Can't wait for the debrief as well. Now, very patiently, hang on, I really do appreciate him. Uh, out of Manuko, it is Izzy. G'day, Izzy. Hey, Steph. Hey, mate. Yeah, I just wanted to chime in on the A-League team uh, that's proposed for Auckland. Um, you know, there's a lot of pros, there's a lot of cons. I think, um, I think I, you know, Auckland have have enough super teams. I mean, we've got the Auckland Blues. Uh, you already touched based on all the teams that are based here in Auckland that are in the elite competitions. Um, I was thinking, you know, um, would it benefit to, to, to have another A League team in New Zealand, but in another province? They Say for instance, like the, like a team like uh, a place like Dunedin, mm. um, you know, the, um, just to sort of take the pressure off having everyone in Auckland, because we're, we're such a big sporting city. Um, you know, we can only go to so much games, and there's there's so much venues that you can hire or or, or have you know have an A League team at. 
I mean, obviously it's North Harbour Stadium, then there's Eden Park and Mount Smart Stadium, but I mean, then, you know, you've got to look at the financial stuff. That's why I was sort of um, proposing maybe a team in like Dunedin or even Canterbury and have them maybe name them the Southern Bravehearts or something. Mm. But just, you know, lock it into that sort of market because, um, you know, they've got facilities in other cities uh, that could cater to having maybe another A-League team. Yeah, and they could split venues as well to access two different audiences. So I take you like Christchurch hasn't got a stadium at the moment, but once it does, you know, half the home games um, in Christchurch, half in Dunedin, and maybe one in Nelson or something, Trafalgar Park in Nelson where Tasman played would be a fantastic venue for a football game and make it a true South Island team. You know, uh, uh, that's got merit. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I was sort of going on um you know, because Auckland, like you said, you know, we've got so many teams here in Auckland, but yet we haven't sort of got like a specialised football arena for, for for football in general, you know, apart from, you know, obviously Albany, which most likely um, financially would probably benefit if they did have to uh, have an Auckland uh, A-League team. But I mean, that doesn't take away. I mean, I'd love to have an A-League team in Auckland. It just means another another elite team in the city of sales <laughs> and the thing is people can probably afford to go to one thing a weekend so if they came into town you're probably going to drop the Warriors the Blues slash Auckland Rugby North Harbour you're going to drop their crowds by 10% because the ch- they've chosen to go to the Auckland A-League game yeah and, and like you said before with the, the participation of people playing football now it's skyrocketed so um you know, there's, there'll be a lot of um, you know, there'll be a lot of eyes on football in general if there was to be an A-League team in Auckland. Well, not if there was, but I mean, they're going to go for it. But you know, you're going to have teams. Uh, you're going to have um, teams like Rugby League, Rugby Union, all that. You know, they're all probably going to be sitting on the edge of their seats, thinking, oh, you know, we're going to, you know, yada yada yada. This is coming in. We're going to lose interest from here. This and that. Um, you know, maybe sponsors might leave. The Warriors or the Blues or something say, oh, we want to invest into the A-League or something, you know. But, I mean, it's probably good for sport in general, but um, just from my take, I think maybe if they took it to another city or another place in New Zealand, um, it might generate some more, um, you know, maybe that city might need a bit of financial backing or something to have an A-League team. But, no, that's that's pretty much what I wanted to have a yarn about. Good man, Izzy. Appreciate you calling, bud. Cheers, boys. Have a good one. Take it easy. Is he out of Monaco there? Uh, some more text messages. No chance in having two teams. Don't have enough strength, support to make two teams competitive. Need a serious backer with big pockets. They support, as in fans, would be... Uh, the support, as in the fan support, would be sorely tested. Keep it to one team, says one texter. Um, <clears throat> hey, staff, not sure if another team would work, but if there was to be one... How about North Harbour Stadium? The, that way you get the Aucklanders and the people travelling down from the north who really miss out on these ventures, apart from the mighty Tanifa, and good luck to the mighty breakers. Cheers, Graham, from Albert, formerly of Northland. It's hard to know. Like, Hamiltonians regularly come to Auckland to um, rugby league games and various things. It's only, with that new expressway, it's only our quarter, our 20, Hamilton to Auckland. It'd add on another 20 minutes if you went to North Harbour, but do take your point. Um, Blackie says, why not a South Island club? 
the Needham Christchurch Nelson, so fans don't have to cross the strait. Spread the love. Blackie, I like that sentiment as well about spreading the love.